You look so fine that I really want to make you mine. You look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? A big black boots, a long brown hair. She's so sweet with her. Kickstart to an afternoon episode. Love that song. It's a great song. That's a 20 year throwback or 21 or 22 years. Oh, wow. Who's that again? Jet. Jet. I don't think they're together as a band anymore. If not, I wish they were. They're yeah. an, they were an Australian band. Okay. But oh, mad cool. Always loved Jet. Okay. Well, Godspeed, Jet. <laughs> Hopefully, wherever they're at, they're doing fabulously, and hopefully, they're at least planning on putting out another album, because they need to. Yeah. It's very, I always appreciated it, it had a very uh, classic rock feel to it. But that, uh, I remember this, uh, first time hearing that song, I think it came out in 2002 or 2003. You know what band I wonder if they're still together? What? Uh, Stray Cats. Oh, I don't know the Stray Cats. You know the Stray Cats. 
When were they from? I know you know the Stray yeah. Cats. Oh, my God. When were they from? Everyone knows the Stray Cats. Yeah? My mom knows the Seriously, my mom knows the Stray Cats. Okay. Stray Cats. Do one that everybody's heard. Hmm? Of course, it's an advertisement on YouTube. Yeah. Heard that. I'm not sure if our listeners can hear it on the. Um, You've never heard them? I don't know. Um, well, if you haven't heard of them by this point. We've been together for it'll be no, 16 I mean, this years point in of August. This song, by this point of the song, I mean, no, it's not familiar yet. Wow, well, no. it looks that music video looked very 80s. I'm guessing, no, it's actually whenever it was released, it was still meant to be like in the doo era, like late in the 50s, 50s really. 50s, yeah, huh, yes, okay. Mm -hmm. As assuming with the colors that it was 80s. Yeah, we'll this just is Kensington, Philadelphia, the center of America's drug epidemic overrun. Oh, yeah, TikTok videos. Um, yeah, I don't know what TikTok's doing on. Um, anyway, Stray. Cats. All right, so Stray Cats. Um, about this town. The same song as before. Okay, I'm going to hold up the microphone. was a slightly different um well, slight, like rock, a slightly different sound that's as rockabilly as you could get you know it's like in 79 yeah because yeah rockabilly was before 79 but they actually kept it alive they okay they kind of brought it to the uh forefront all right you know good um, let me see who else would have been rockabilly um oh adam ant but adam ant really wasn't as big as Stray Cats. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know the name out of that. No. Well, I know you know some songs. It's, um, for the tissues. Don't drink, don't smoke. That's what you do. But I mean, Stray Cats had a lot more songs than we did. Okay. Stray Cats did. Okay. He was like a, yeah, it was a decent song, but he was kind of like the pussy version of it. Is that like, right? The Stray Cats <laughs> were like actually would kind of beat his ass, kind of. That's something. Well, I appreciate just seeing that, uh, just that uh, section, or at least the the beginning section of the music video for the Stray Cats. And there's there's a man with an upright. He's yeah playing an upright. There's another one, of course, with the drums in the back. And there's yeah. another, that's pretty cool. They were yeah, they were a trio. Trio, yeah, that yeah. was it, just the three of them. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that, they were, um, huh. yeah, I don't know if they're still around, but. Oh, I have no idea. Um, let me see. Uh, looking it up. Oh, I can. All right. Yeah, I don't want to see anything bad. <laughs> All right. I was gonna um, actually get some more news. Or gonna give some of the news. Yeah. That's just a moment. Uh, Stray Cats. It says present tense. They are an American band from right. 1978. Um. Let's see. Um, Stray Cats. They were uh, actually. Uh, Rock This Town uh, was listed as uh, by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as mm. one of the songs that shaped rock and roll. All right. Okay. It's a picture of them in the 90s, yeah. and they're still around. Yeah, I mean, they definitely inspire a lot of people. Okay. For sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me see. They appeared in the New York area, middle of 79. Oh, yeah? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody goes to New York. Of course. Um, but under a number of names, including the Tomcats. I feel like I've heard of the Tomcats before. The Teds uh, and Brian and the Tomcats. Um, yeah, that's those are the names they went by. Um, right. yeah, I know there was a few others. Um, uh, they're on the tip of my tongue, too. It's um, Other names they went by? No, not then. Just rockabilly groups that um, okay. came before them, um, that like kind of like um, 
like Springsteen was influenced by. Um, so Stray Cats? Well, Phil Halley, Black Girl Jets, let me see, mm-hmm. Baseballs. The Rolling Stones would go to their concerts, The Who and Led Zeppelin. Right. How about that? Yeah, because they uh, gave a good show. Okay. Well, it's like you said, there's very, um, it has a doo-wop kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. The looks of the music video, that looks with those colors and the hair, it looks, I know it was 79, but it looked very 80s, oh. but it still had the doo-wop kind of feel to it, let alone their trio. You see like these guys, the cherry popping daddies. Oh, I remember the cherry popping yeah. daddies. Those were early 2000s. Yeah. 2000, 89. 2001? 89, 90. I was going to say, they weren't 90. I don't remember them from 90. It says. Really? From the Cherry Pop and Daddies? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yep. They became big, at least as far as I know, in the early 2000s. Or maybe 99 and, or 98. Uh, let's see. Zoot Zoot Riot. All right. And let me see. Was Elvis considered rockabilly? Yeah. Johnny Cash. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. Did Elvis make rockabilly? Uh, well, that it, means the same thing, doesn't it? Well, it's just kind of who founded. Everybody wants to know who founded it, who did it first. Okay. No one really did it first. Anything first. Okay. Okay. You know. Well, I mean, there's somebody who was inspired to put something out, and somebody else heard right. that and thought, "Oh, this is something different. What should we call this?" Like you know, Elvis was great in his own right. Yeah. But not the sound, you know, crass, but. He got together with a very bunch of talented black dudes. Yeah. They all contributed oh, what my God, they yeah. needed to contribute. And Elvis, Doc, fucking whatever, could sell him a white guy that shrugged his hips a lot easier than a bunch of black dudes. And he did. Because racism. Yeah. I'm just saying. So he yeah. sold them. And actually, Elvis was one of the first performers to kind of be like, what do you mean? I'm not going on stage without my band. It's my band, Hank. You know, yeah. kind of like didn't yeah. know any better than the whole. He was a country boy that like no, I, of course, but I sleep in the same room. You're fucking nuts. Why, why would we sleep, not sleep in the same room? Which is something because country boys usually yeah. would be very much opposite. But now I keep the music. You know, at least with Elvis, yeah. or that's at least his mom told him. Yeah. Yeah. Not being upbringing. a racist jerk. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you had a lot of fucking. All right. I mean, well, when it comes down to it, uh, blues started within the African-American community. Blues started with slavery. Right. And then, of course, white people took it over. Yeah. Just like swing dancing. That started in the African-American community. Yep. And white people took it over. And now Johnny, uh, was it uh, Johnny got a guitar? No. Johnny was schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. Oh, there you go. I, I forget. Who is the singer of that one again? Oh, that's Bad Company. Bad Company. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love you, dude. didn't take it anymore. There you go, Rads. I was thinking, let's go back uh, further to uh, Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. Mentioning mm-hmm. uh, Elvis. Boy, that is absolute blues. But again, it was, mm-hmm. that was a white person singing blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, like, 
Remember she's talking yesterday about Pink Floyd. What's up, crazy lady? Thanks for joining us, crazy See, lady. Good crazy to see lady you. would know from A to Z. We just um, Jolyn played a song by who? Jet. Jet. And she didn't think that she knew who the Stray Cats were. I'm like, you gotta know the Stray Cats. And I went through like most of the one song, and she's like, oh, we're like, just, I know this song. I'm like, yeah. wow, it took you this long to know this song. Exactly. So I was naming some other bands, because <laughs> everyone knows the strays. Um, but, oh, man. You know, you know Tim through. said the same thing. I did not until it got you, to a specific, it got to the to chorus. Yeah, to that yeah. riff. Yeah. I knew it once the chorus section started. And then, started. you know, then Adam Ant showed up. But I'm like, Adamant was like a really vanilla, watered-down version of the Stray Cats. Like, the Stray Cats were, like, <laughs> too differently. Like, you wouldn't, you would, it's like a, an ugly girl. Yeah. Okay? Sure. In the right circumstances, you got to bring one home and rub one out with them. Well, do you but have you gotta to sneak them out the back door. You don't want to be seen with them. So when you you wouldn't want to be driving down the road singing "Don't drink, don't smoke." What do you do? You don't want to be caught singing an Adam Ant song, but no problem with the Stray Cat song. Okay, okay. But with, if you're stuck at a light, yeah, an Adam Ant song comes on. You know, yeah, are, you might be a target. Of some, are are you insulting Adam Ant? No, no one is. That what I'm that is? saying there might be some problems. Well, I'm, just I'm saying, hey, boy. You know, that's a pretty mouth you got there. What else you like to do? What else don't you do? Or whatever. Oh, man. Of course. Of course it comes down to that. So you're Just thinking saying, if you sing an Adam Ant song or you sing along or listen to an Adam Ant song, that, a man's, Adam gonna Ant come, song. that, an, that a man's going to come by and hit on you? Well, you're the one who brought it up. You tell me. First of all, like Fat Boy Slim, exactly. exactly. There you go. You know what? Fat Boy Slim had some good ones. You know Fatboy Slim. You absolutely do. Probably do. You know, now I'm going to play Fatboy Slim for you. That's the, that's the way this is going to work, you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Fatboy yeah, Slim. But there was somebody else. It drives me nuts. I know I didn't mention um, the, the band's name. The um, Oh, you really don't want to jam out, but you kind of do for that one song. Exactly. Well, like the Ramones, they don't have a bad song. You know, the, one of the perfect concerts you could ever go to would probably be like a uh, Ramones song and the Stray Cats, you know, those two bands playing would be like an awesome, awesome fucking, like, um, oh, I saw the Ramones, crazy lady, at the Stone Pony, actually. Me and my friend Kurt and Bobby, we just, it was in the winter, it was cold. And it was by happenstance. There was no internet or whatever. Like, hey, let's go to the Stone Pony. It was just kind of a far drive and like, whatever. We have no money and apparently it's cheap. We'll, get uh -huh. us, we'll see who's playing. Yeah. Got in there and it was the fucking Ramones. Huh. I'm like, oh my God, this is, Joey Rabot was awesome. I know that made the you night, oh, And slam dancing. Oh my God. Oh man, you just said da dancing. Dancing, yeah. The new generations don't know that, but it's a misfit, yeah. Okay, on here's Fat Boy Slim. Here's one. You know this song. You gotta, um, um, but Ramones, yeah, it's, um, my, uh, ex-brother-in-law gave me Road to Ruin. 
a cassette. Man, I would have fuck around. Oh, a cassette. That <laughs> yeah. was a throwback. Because you kept telling me how good it was at Johnny, dude. If it's not good, you might get my back. You get oh. it now, you're like, okay, don't worry about it. Oh. Well, here it comes. I'm waiting. So what is coming up? I don't hear any singing now. It's not singing. What's the crazy thing you're saying? You gotta sing. It's something about singing. How am I gonna get caught singing that? I'm not gonna get caught singing that. You're Can not I make quite, up my own words? You could, but you just said you hadn't heard Fat Boy Slim. I was gonna show you you had heard. Never heard before. that song. If you listened, you would have heard it. Never I guarantee heard. you. I heard guarantee it. I never did. Okay. Somebody's being cranky. I don't know. I just know. All right. I know what I know. Okay. You know what you know. I'm sure. You know what you know. I know what I know, woman. So, thanks for liking the show, crazy lady. Yeah, but um, let me see. Ramones, what a great show! Yeah, I just um, you said Clutch has a good show. I never got to see Clutch live, I want to see them. Um, uh, like I Clutch, the regulator is one of my favorites. I haven't heard that one in a minute. Yeah, that's a band I always thought I'd be able to see was Queen. Okay. Pink Floyd. Okay, yeah. And even my friend Keith got to see Pink Floyd. And he uh he knows his way around narcotics. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> you know, no judgment. He's an aficionado. But he said the one time he didn't have anything to bring to a Pink Floyd concert, he goes, It didn't matter. Really? He goes to the wall. He went to see the wall for the first time. Okay. He goes, I thought I was tripping. Man, I could see that. He goes, that. I didn't have anything, and I went, I thought I was tripping. I mean, the music. He goes, I couldn't imagine. He goes, if I was tripping, what I would thought I, you know. Yeah. He goes, because it was just a, that good. Man. I, okay, I love Neil Fallon's Hancock on my forearm. Oh, wow. But I don't know that one. The, uh, but now I want to hear The Regulator. So once this episode's done, I'm going to turn on The Regulator, I think, mm, for Clutch. Mm, it's, it's definitely, it's heavier. It's definitely heavy. It's more metal. Mm-hmm. Believe for Clutch. Oh, okay. All right. See, I didn't realize that was his name. The, uh... Gee, and uh, Crazy Lady said it's the lead for Clutch. Yeah, I'm sure Marshall Tucker gets out by you, right? My crazy lady. Marshall oh, Tucker maybe. was here and the tickets were out fucking um uh the Marshall Tucker band man that they were around here lately a week a few weeks ago. Yeah their fucking tickets were absurdly priced. Like here so? Billy there's expensive. But Billy Joel and Barry Manilow were playing here because um Billy Joel's wrapping up his fucking ten year thing at the garden here. Okay. He's the longest performer at the garden, like who had that residency here. Okay, yeah. It's wrapping yeah. it up. Yeah. Those tickets are going to actually I'm going for that bad because he keeps adding dates, but yeah. I actually wouldn't mind going to see him. I would go. I've seen him before. I actually did see Billy Joel out in Long Island with my friend, one of the guys I went to see the Ramones with. But it was out in Long Island and it was what is it, the uh Way out, oh, something Coliseum. Um, 
because I remember he drove his sister's Dodge Dart. It was the uh, something Coliseum. Um, oh, fuck. Mm. The prodigy. Oh, the prodigy is turned Europe. Oh wow. Well, yeah, Barry Manilow is supposed to be like with uh, Billy Joel um, on some of the shows. That would be outstanding because Barry Manilow is one of my favorites too. Uh, he doesn't make a bad song, that motherfucker. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I don't. He really doesn't. My, oh my God, Prodigy in concert! Oh my God, she's saying. All right, and I'm trying to find their. You said their uh, new al their new album cover looks badass. I haven't gotten to find it. Find it yet? I'm looking for it. Uh, so Long Island Coliseum. It looks like I went to. Okay. That's that's a newer version of it, but yeah, it was a fucking long drive. So I remember, <laughs> it, I, I would have enjoyed it a lot more if it just didn't have so tired getting there. And, yeah. Now we gotta walk inside. Oh my god, we can't drive in there. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too much. You know, you saw Bruce like 13 times, which each time was better and better. That's really cool. That is mad cool. And he just fucking doesn't quit. Four or five fucking hour shows. That's, I mean, that's really no joke. That's tough on your vocal cords. Mm -hmm. You can get uh, vocal nodules. if, Of course, he's, I'm sure he's trained. Yeah. He knows how to um, protect his voice. Clarence was awesome. Yeah, you'd Clarence said Clemens. that. Yeah, I didn't May see. May he rest in peace. Yeah. The change was made up town, and that good mm. man joined the band. Oh, wow. And all the little the hands. Mm. Well, you know what? If you've got, if you see what the, and uh, yeah, crazy lady said, oh my God, Prodigy in concert. Oh my God. Yeah, if you, if you have a picture of Clutch's latest album, go ahead and put it up here because I'm not finding it, just looking it up quick. I'm sure, of course, it's around somewhere. I just need to find it. And I'm sad to see that their uh, that their tour this year they're not hitting New York. A few concerts out in Colorado, I think Arizona, a few down in, in um, Texas, like one, in, show. one in Virginia, I think some in Iowa, but just not here in New York. Like you gotta show some love for New York. One of the changes made a plan and the big man joined the band from the coastline to the city, all the little pretty space that hangs. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Please, I'll take a picture of my tapestry LOL. Thank you, crazy lady. And put it for your icon there. But yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's when Bruce said it all changed for him. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah. When, uh, when, uh, um, Clench comes to join the band. Yeah. Many rest in peace. Right in. There was no just. Mm. It, he came in when he came in and it was over. Mm. He blended in well. I, or he no brought knew, them He brought them to where they needed to be. Yeah. Everybody kind of did their own thing. Like he's just fucking. Just big medicine. Not medicine, but just big mood with a fucking sash. Nobody knew what he was going to do. Nobody really kind of. And he came in when he came in. It's like someone says. Just, Sometimes that works. It goes over. Yeah. Yeah. It goes over. He knew. That's it. Yeah. Like Crazy Lady said, I bought a tapestry and new hoodie last tour in Spokane. Oh, that's fabulous. But yeah, sometimes that just works. Like you have the right group of people and y'all just work together. You, you know make, what the other ones? You, you know, create. It. 
Yeah, that's just like um, who took the picture. Crazy Lee would know without me even asking. Who uh, took the picture of Springsteen's album Born to Run with Clarence Cummings and Bruce Springsteen on it? Who took that famous? Oh, Amy Leibovitz. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's that's another Amy Leibovitz. She was major. It is. Oh, she major. still is major. Yeah, she's still around. It is she? major. Yeah. I saw her at the mark. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. She's got that talent. It's true. Well, she, she has knew, an eye for But she knew talent, too. Okay, I can see that. She knew talent. She knew that whole special connection that they had. And just been talking to me for that long mm-hmm. time. And she started. Just lean on me. Yeah. Hair messed up everything. Get, go with it. Where? And that picture, you saw, you know what that picture looks like, right? I know I've seen it before. So, You've showed it to me before. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. That picture. Um, yeah. That worked. Like if you look at that picture, you make it bigger. You can just see here. Again, may Clarence How he comes, loves rest in peace. The way he's looking at him, love. Yeah. love. yeah. That's, that's love. It's true. Love and respect. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. even too, Clarence Clemens, as he's, you His can nephew. see he's blowing on that horn, and you can see the love going into Clarence. that too. Yeah. And then his nephew took over. Yeah. And his without nephew a, another, can play. Another without a hitch. Yeah, his, nep- his nephew right can play. Yeah. That must have been nerve wracking for him. I would think so. That kid to be like, <gasps> but I would imagine having uh, Clarence Clemens as your uncle, he's probably trained very, very hard under Clarence but, Clemens' tutelage. But still, I remember he said that. Um, he said, uh, <laughs> he said that his mom would always say, like, oh, listen to your uncle, you go in there, your uncle's gonna take time and teach you that stacks of photo, you're gonna listen. And I always thought my mom was crazy, but then now I can see, yeah, you know, I oh, started yeah. to learn this, that, and the other thing, and Mm-hmm. You know, it worked. It works. Don't question it. It works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, obviously, had a talent for it too. Mm-hmm. You know? it's true. Oh, the pretty little babies they had. Hmm. Oh, that number again. What number? Eight oh, the phone line keeps calling. We want to give me money. Yeah, no thanks. I can't afford anything for free. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole thing. It's, it sounds good. Like, oh, they want to give me money. Like, no, no. It's, oh, yeah. it's not just giving you money. So, well, we'll give you money, but then charge you how much interest on top of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I have you on. You do yep. Instagram. Yes. Uh, you do, crazy lady. Yeah, definitely send it, definitely send it on, um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Once I get your picture on Insta, I'll see it. Yeah. All right. All right. I have to go with my prescriptions. All right. Now you want to wrap up the episode? Yeah, I'm going to beat the traffic. Okay. That works. I'm tired. That's okay. We'll wrap it up early. We got another episode, too. We're going to keep in the fucking, keep in the fucking, right? It's keep true. I thought, I thought the one we did earlier today, yeah. we're going to uh, not publish. Uh-huh. Yeah. You and I not publish this one too? No, no, no. We're going to publish this one okay. because I want to talk about that before we go. All right. All right. Good stuff. Now, this is one thing uh, Tim had mentioned actually before, and this is awesome. 
a massive shout out to uh, she's a. If you look it up, it's an article on CNN. I suggest everybody do it. She's a librarian. She's a librarian named Molly Ripertella, um, who Massachusetts in Massachusetts. Uh, what she does to uh, try to uh, help out uh, victims of domestic abuse, she has actually hollowed out the insides of some books and put burner phones in there. With pre-programmed help numbers, from yeah. like help for like lawyers, yeah. places that... Free you know, attorneys, yeah. free shelters you can go to, domestic abuse shelters, mm -hmm. um, free organizations that actually help out. So uh, That their boyfriends are... Yeah. Other people that might not be so yeah. nice to them. Again, massive shout out to Mass Molly Ripportella, a yeah. librarian out of Massachusetts. Um, one of the numbers that she puts that she puts on the phones, the burner phones that she has in there, is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. The number is for anybody who needs it. It's one 7233 Or you can text "Love is" as an L O V E I S to. 22522. That's uh, 22522. Text love is. Um, now there's also the, uh, let me see what else there is. The National Sexual Assault Hotline. That's 1 800 656 4673. There's the Crisis Text Line where you can text home to 741 741. And there's also the Federal Office on Women's Health Helpline. That's 1-800-994-9662. If you or anyone you know and love is struggling through this, these are wonderful numbers to keep a hold of. You're not alone. No, exactly. This is far, some good people out there. This is far too common. This is far more common than it needs to be. Yeah. But that's why, like you said, well, there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah. There a lot are of people awful, willing to help you. Yeah. And you're not going to be... Uh, feel so alone and so uh, outcast yeah. and so uh, uh, deserted. Yeah, how common this is. You'll be is. engaged by the people you need to be engaged with and not so isolated by the people that want to isolate you. Absolutely, because the, the abusers want to isolate you. They're going to tell you the whole thing about how, oh, you're making this up, this is all in your head. And the whole thing about how your loved ones, how oh they're a danger to you, and you need to stay away from them. There, there are if you if you're getting going through this right now, again, like Tim had just said, you're not alone. There's nothing. There's you're nothing. Not, you're yeah. not the first, and unfortunately, you're yeah. not going to be the last. And again, there's all these resources that you can call, and they trust that once they lay it out to you that you're smart and wise enough to make that decision of should I stay or should I go or should I choose a third decision that maybe not be out there. But you know what? At least I do. Someone does believe in me that I have the wherewithal to think for myself, not like this one person who is checking my texts and, and yeah. sees how the long it takes to get to, to uh, home and back each day. Yeah. Like, God forbid, I stop to get a gallon of milk. Yeah, yeah. And talk to a friend and you know it was a guy it actually happened to be gay and just do i have to explain everything there you go and also too if he hits you and of course you know i'm some men are are uh, victims of domestic violence too it does happen so if you're if you're a lover your um loved one whoever you're living with is hitting you that's not your fault there's the whole thing of look what you made me do no you didn't make them do it. 
there's nothing like this. Just know that there are options for you. There are numbers you can call. So if you're going through this, we're sending our love to you, sending you all hopefully the uh, the enthusiasm and the encouragement that we can possibly send you for, through the podcast. Just know that you have options. But all right, everybody. And, we'll well, wrap, and one we'll thing, like Julian was saying, um, especially for men. Yeah. If you're, say, being physically abused by a woman. Yeah, because it happens. And it happens more often than not. It's true. And, you know. You, not as often as women get abused, but it does happen, yeah. You know, you might think um, that, well, there's maybe a lot of reasons and some I'm not even thinking of. Well, why don't they just call for help? First of all, no guy wants to admit that he's a quote-unquote victim of anything. Yeah. Okay. And of course, he's not going to lash out at a larger or smaller woman. Because, like I told you jokingly, if I go make fun of, uh, say, Mark Wahlberg and he kicks my ass, oh, wait, you beat up a fucking cripple, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at you. Look how fucking cool you are, right? It's win win for me. Yeah, I know. I know. But, But jokingly. Yeah. So, but it's like that, you know, it's, but it's no joke. No. To where it's really, it's just as hard, if not harder, for a man to say that he's getting abused sometimes from another man. Because if it's a homosexual relationship. Yeah. You know. Because um, that happens too. Happens in all kinds of relationships. Yeah. Or domestic relationships. Even just roommate situations. Yeah. Not even, they, they don't have to be a sexual relationship. Oh, yeah. It's true. It can be. Doesn't it's, it, doesn't, it frequently is, but no, not always. Yeah. The parameters are different for every case, but yeah. if you feel that there's no help and you feel you're alone, you're not. Yeah. yeah. You're not alone. And that number is... Oh, there are a lot of numbers on 741741 this. 741-741. There you go. It's a text line. You can just text home. That's the easy one to remember. I think um, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was another one I wanted to say, too. And think of it this way. If you're a guy... And again, being the pervert of the bunch. Um, <laughs> um, now You're the pervert of the bunch? Most of the time, yeah. Oh. So, all right, think of it this way. Here I am, not that Joanne would excuse me because she knows better. But anyway, so let's see, I'm getting abused by somebody, right? Okay. My wife or whatever. You mean me? Are no, you saying no. I'm abusing you? No, I'm saying just... Whoever, okay. Joe Schmo, okay, but Joe Schmo is my lost brother, my long lost brother. We okay. share the same DNA. Okay. So, okay. Looking at it this way, yeah, it's a win-win. How so? Much like getting beat up by Donnie or any of the Wahlbergs. You know why? Why is that? If you're abused in any way, physically or emotionally, in a relationship, yeah. and you reach out. To a crisis line like that. Yeah. Mm, the odds are, there's about 85, 90% women there. Are you trolling for tail? Is that what this I, is? I'm not. You're hunting. I'm like just you're... giving incentive to people that might not want to reach out. But I'm just giving them that extra, like, oh, I think that's a good point. It's... Now it's not so scary to reach out. Now I might fall into the comforts of a large-breasted woman or two. 
Is does she have to be large breasted? Is that what you are insisting uh, on? I'm just I paint like, the picture. It you have like small breasts. You can, I'm sure get small breasts. You look, there's big ones, tall ones, short ones, skinny ones, fat ones, round ones, brown ones, Asian ones, uh, you name it. Alright? I'm sure. So this is Timmy's dating advice, basically. No. It's not what it said. Or Timmy's hookup advice by the sound I'm of I'm just trying to take the the uh sting and the uh the uh what's the word? The um and it's such a dirty word. That whole oh um you know I'm gonna you know, go. Gonna go hook good. up with that. Oh yeah, uh, 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 I tell my boss I'm leaving early. Why? Well, I'm going to the, uh, you know, the um, crisis center. What's wrong? Oh, my wife's beating me. And actually, if she if she met if he met her at a party, she's like this little thing. It's like, oh my god, you're such a pussy. Oh, is that what they would say? That's what. He, look, I don't know what your boss would say. I don't know your boss, but what I'm saying is. All these things that could be going in your head. Yeah. Again, it's in your head. It's true. It's not that bad because there's help and resources out there. And I'm a good resource, but there's even better ones out there than me that are a lot handsomer. They're a lot prettier <laughs> than me. Well, at the very least, you don't have to find somebody to hook up with at these organizations. You don't have, it's not a prerequisite, but... It makes things a lot less scary. That's all I'm saying. The more you know, honey. Well, on that note. On that note. Oh, and another uh, crisis number in case anybody needs it. But hopefully you don't. But in case you do, it's the National 24 Hours, 7 Days a Week Suicide Hotline. 988. Anybody in need, anytime, day or night, 988. All right. Love you all. And we'll talk next time. Yeah, we'll catch.